Yeah, the answer is yes. Before anybody asks, yes, I am. I am going to get them red cartoon boots. I am getting them this weekend for sure. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. And I don't care what none of y'all think about it. Whenever you hear that MVP chant, you already know it's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. It's the Hitman Podcast. Super episode. Super soul. Chris checking in. MG checking in. What's the word, bro? How you feeling? Man. Tired, man. Yeah, you was up. You was up last night. It's been a long week. Wall to wall coverage. You got your uh you just told me you um Valentine's Day plans are set up for the end of the week. Instead of tomorrow, instead of on the actual day, huh? Yeah, when life calls, man, you gotta answer it. I feel it. I feel it. Appreciate you. Uh, my dog had me laced up in Detroit this past weekend. I was up there for uh for work, and we was able to get up and catch some games and kick it real quick. So I appreciate you holding me down, big dog. Oh, for sure. Always, man. Got to tap in finally, bro. <laughs> yeah, been a long time coming. Million percent. Um, big announcement. Like I said, we got the we got the contest rolling on Instagram. Uh one of these fell off the truck. If you're watching on YouTube, one of these fell off the truck. So make sure you tap into uh the social space, hit up the Instagram for the contest. Rules on how to win a PS5. We're giving it away uh for the month of February. So Check us out on the socials. Uh, before we get off into the show, we're going to cover the Super Bowl. We're going to cover a bunch of stuff in the NBA. We're going to bounce around a little bit. But, of course, y'all know we got to get some of the red tape out the way. want to let y'all know that we everywhere that podcasts live. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, <laughs> all of that. Make sure y'all tap in with us each and every time we do it. It's brand new yellow top for you. Uh, hit us up in the mailbag, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. And can't forget the socials, like I said, at Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and Known, at Virtuoso Sports on Twitter. Yeah, like I said, bro, I was going to save it for the sneaker rundown, but I am going to get the mischief boots if I get my hands on it. I feel like it's a shorter year candidate. As silly, as ridiculous as it might seem, as it might sound, I really don't care what y'all think, but I care about what my dog thinks. So, um, <laughs> you were what 14 right yeah man okay so you're gonna cop a pair for the photo shoot when we get ready to do this promo tour when we're going on uh the live tours this summer hey, you're gonna catch your that's pair. what we doing bro yeah if you spray paint yours we like mario and luigi something like that <laughs> <laughs> hey green my favorite color that's funny that. that's funny um i wanted to talk to you about something real quick though uh shoot. i was having a conversation with one of my homies at work and we were talking about just the Super Bowl, like champions in general. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how being the best is a very lonely status. So a lot of times, like when you think about Tom Brady finally retiring, calling it quits, he seemed like he's at peace with the situation, not only because the team that he was going to be coming back to if he went back to Tampa, like wasn't the greatest per se, but like he's done it all. You know what I'm saying? He lived it all. He's done it all. He's been to that height. What seven times already? Same thing with Mike. Mike got to the top six times, yeah. and it's like it's almost like being the best is cool, but it's tough being by yourself. I would imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like being at the apex, at the at the peak of your powers, at all times, just like dominating the era, dominating in your field. In any case, you don't have nobody to share with. You don't have a lot of people to relate to. So when LeBron passed the scoring record a lot of people was criticizing kareem 
about his reaction and how like he didn't really show like grace or show love to Bron. You know what I'm saying? And I think it kind of was just being looked at from a, a misunderstood standpoint. Yeah, I think that the record done been held. He done had the record for forty years, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. nobody else knows how that feels or knows what it feels like to be in that, like in that threshold or in that upper echelon of players. Forty years passes by before somebody comes along. You go say, "All right, all right, dog. I know how you feel." You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, just in life, people just want to be able to talk to somebody and say, like. Hear them say, like, I know how you feel. I know exactly what you're going through. And feel that, not just it be lip service. So, um, Yeah, and people forgot, man, the back and forth Kareem and LeBron been having the last couple of years. Yeah. So, and you seen the real, I don't know if you saw the reaction that LeBron got at the Super Bowl when they put him on the screen. But mm -hmm. he did the whole, like, crown himself. It was just, a, it was a lot of, like, posturing. But the point I'm trying to make is, like, it's hard to criticize winners or it's hard to criticize the greats about not giving grace or not really like being able to relate to folks that's kind of like in the in a space or in the sports world or even in life in general it's hard to relate when you've been doing it for so when you've been doing it at a high level for so long it's it's very it's, it's a lot fewer people that are the best or do things at their highest level then there are people that aren't you know what i'm saying it's a lot more yeah. average folks out here than, than are extraordinary so it's just i would imagine it's hard to relate being the best at something for so long and not having nobody to really like share it with or relate to, you know? Yeah. Cause what you, what you see a lot of times is it'd be people from different sports. You know what I mean? <clears throat> where you, you get the moments where you had like Walter Payton and, and Mike back in the day used to kick it. Yeah. That's different. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine like Mike and, and Tom Brady can kind of like kick it or, or, or lock in on what's going on on that level like they can't mm -hmm. they can't go certain places they can't be around certain people they can't they can't just do regular stuff like hove at the grammys you know what i'm saying like they had the cameras in him and beyonce face the entire show you know what i'm saying like everybody else is there like everyone else got the same invite they got invite they got but it's a difference when you sitting front front row center at the grammys versus when you in the third pew in a mezzanine somewhere you know what I'm saying? The same way it's different if you sit in courtside at a game versus if you got the 300 level seats. It's just different. It's just a different level, a different way of doing things. And the only people that can kind of relate to that level of greatness is the people that can relate to that level of greatness. You know what I'm saying? You can't have them. The point I'm trying to make is you can't have them same type of conversations with any and everybody. So um, never shortchange yourself. Always appreciate the greatness that you like being great in your field. We always want to strive for the best. But again, like everybody can't go where you're trying to go if you're trying to be the best. That's that's pretty much why I'm. That was my point. It's a fact, though. It's a fact. Speaking of the best, man. <laughs> Let's get off into the show. Um. So, where you watched the game at yesterday, bro? The crib. Yeah. Yeah. Super surround sound, the whole nine, you know what I'm saying? Like all of that. Uh, something like that, you know, so, sound bar, you know. What your uh what your spread bar. was looking like? What oh, you, we what? just did a basic man, wings and pizza. Okay. I ain't do nothing too complicated. <laughs> Survival pack. Basic. Man, look, man, it, it never fails, right? It's all reliable. Straight up and down. What you much on? Oh, we had everything. We thugged out. We had the super obese package. We had the pizza, the wings, the the 
chips and dip, you know what I'm saying? All types of stuff. When you want to get black, the black creative kitchen, people just be trying shit out just to try That's it out. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, I, it was me and my daughter and then, you know what I'm saying? We, we just thugged it out. We just thugged it out. But in case she was living under a rock or in case she was at your Super Bowl party, comatose from the fool the chiefs defeated the philadelphia eagles in super bowl 57 38 to 35 patrick mahomes was the mvp of the game the mvp of the league uh, 187 yards and three passing touchdowns a lot of stories a lot of storylines to take away from the game um the biggest thing for me was jalen hurts standing out like he arrived in terms of not just as a quarterback but an impact player he had 304 yards passing with one passing touchdown to A.J. Brown. But he had three rushing touchdowns and a two-point conversion in the game. Did everything he could to kind of will his team to win. But the second half, it was just a tell two, two halves, bro. The Eagles yeah. defense that everybody was bigging up and putting all their money on, they was nowhere to be found in the second half. And the Chiefs, I don't think they punted the, the whole second half at all. And they was getting know, they beat. They was getting on whooped on. Every drive, I think it was three touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. They was not having it. I don't know what happened in the back locker room. Somebody came in there and gave them that uh, Al Pacino speech or something. But they did their thing, came back, walked the Eagles down. Um, yep. Talk of the town, word around the campfire is the, the pass interference call. Juju had been crying all game for calls. I don't even know if you saw that, but they, yeah. they kept catching them like, when he would get targeted or they'll come away from that camera angle, he over there throwing a temper tantrum. I know a lot of people hate Juju. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. <laughs> but yeah, um, got his jersey pulled on, allowed them a first down, a critical first down at the end of the game where they kind of played around with the clock at the end. The Eagles was out of timeouts. And then uh, Buckner, who had missed the initial field goal to kick to start the game off when he hit it off the goal post, end up knocking one down, uh, giving the Chiefs their second Super Bowl win in four years. Um, where you wanna where you wanna start? Where you wanna go with? It's a lot of stuff being talked about. The dynasty factor with Mahomes, Andy Reid getting getting the ring, or you know what I'm saying, maturing late <laughs> as a coach. Where, 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 where you wanna start at? Uh I mean, let's start with the winners. Let's start with the winners. They, I mean, they deserve they deserve the attention. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was on was on one. <laughs> he was talking. Look, man. He was talking cash shit at the end of the game, right? Him and him and him and Pat Dad. Who? <laughs> uh, Pat Dad. Boy, he said we smoked oh, yeah. Philly Pat. Oh boy, yeah, big what? time, big time. That was. <laughs> I don't I don't know who more hood, Pat Daddy or uh, John Moran pops. Oh Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Shawty Low so. Yeah, man. Uh, Travis Kelsey unguardable. It seemed like. Oh yeah, I mean he's I, he's ridiculous, and then even after the catch, like he he's been the best tight end in the league for a few years now because Gronk obviously retired, and he might have had like a year in there where Kittle had it, but for the most part, Kelsey has been the best tight end in football for half a decade now. It looked like ain't no stopping him either. Yeah, and he, he working his way up that all-time tight end list. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, best uh, tight end quarterback combos. Yeah. I'm looking at Gronkowski now, trying to pull up. He got how oh, many Gron He got how many Super Bowls? Four. Yeah. So, 
Kelsey. he's got a touchdown. He's got a touchdown, like a touchdown. And does he have a touchdown in every? He's got a touchdown in every Super Bowl. Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have one in every AFC Championship game he's played in too in NFC? Like he, he's been pretty consistent. Like he, Gronk is literally the the blueprint for tight ends. So it's interesting because him and Travis Kelsey are actually the same age. Gronk retired now, right at thirty three years old, where Kelsey. He, he so he's retired at 33 with four with four rings, and then Kelsey's 33 with two rings. So you'd imagine like, not sure how much time he has left on his uh, career. It's crazy to see like Gronkowski. I won't say he started late. I mean started early, excuse me, but he got a lot of it out the way in a very short amount of time. So the Chiefs look like they poised to to make a run, a significant Super Bowl run. Uh, it's tough because the AFC is more stacked than the NFC is. Yeah. I, I saw people on TV today talking about who has a better chance of getting back the Chiefs or the Eagles. I think the Eagles actually got a better shot simply because of the fact that the NFC is not as competitive as the yeah. AFC is. You know what I'm saying? You still got the Bills, you still got the Bengals, you still got the Chargers with Justin Herbert. Aaron Rodgers might be coming over there in a hot second. Um, but nah, the, 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 the Chiefs did their thing, man. They got a ton of weapons. Everybody said like they weren't gonna do well without Tariq Hill. Even like, and speaking of that, the Dolphins are gonna be competitive next year too. But like, yeah. they seem to just reload. Um, they lost staff members. A lot was being talked about with Airbnb might finally be moving on to a head coaching spot or something like that. But with the winners, bro, this was one of the ones where they show a like a lot of grit, a lot of like championship like i don't want to say swagger but just like not fucking around like we're not losing this game to 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 bro he just got on the scene it's odd time for real so um i was really impressed with the fact that they was able to kind of turn it on in the second half with the offense the defense kind of let them down because the eagles essentially scored or or ran they had like they had damn that they had the ball for them that whole hour in the, in the beginning of the game right in the first half. Yeah, they were having they were having no issues with the Chiefs. Um yeah, the, yeah, the, that offensive line for the Eagles was pushing the Chiefs around at will. For what it's worth, I thought Nick Bolton might have been able to have some MVP uh Super Bowl MVP. If he would have got credit for that second. For that second one, right? <laughs> and I that was my dog. Like I banged with Nick Bolton. I, I watched him play uh at Mizzou. But that turnover, the the strip sack the fumble recovery and the touchdown that's basically what kept the chiefs in the game because without that they wouldn't have won you know yeah and i mean cause the, in the first one it, it was fluky not a fluke in the sense of uh what kansas city did but that first one where it Ooh, all just slipped out of Jalen hands yeah like it's he had what five or six turnovers the whole year like it's just it's just not a common thing and if they they was on the move on that drive too had they scored there that would have put them up what 17. Mm -hmm. So um, that was a big play, especially since they got returned for a touchdown. Um, yeah, and then you had the second one. And then, um, I, because I, I, before we get to the Eagles, I, I just want to get do make sure I get a Chiefs Day credit because in the second half, um, Pat Mahomes obviously came out going crazy. All right, after the, after, the, after the fake ankle injury. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know you flopping. You know you flopping, dog. You know you flopping. It's all good though. But it got the job um, done. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. 
and some of the some of the credit goes to the enemy for some of them play calls, especially when you talk about that Kadarius Tony uh, red zone touchdown. Yeah, and, and then they ran the same play on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Um, Fake the defense out, had them looking crazy. You gave him that man. It almost like was like a step back <laughs> in basketball, bro. Like the enemy was on his shit, and it's crazy that he still ain't a, a head coach when they've never finished less than fifth in the league in offense since he's been there. Inside um, job, you know, you know something to it. Yeah. Um, and so definitely credit to him. Uh, that Chiefs defense in the second half held up. I mean, Eagles were still able to move the ball a little bit, but um, and they still scored a few times. But uh, they held up pretty well considering what the first half looks like. Yeah. <laughs> considering um, Kelsey, another another big game, got his TD in early. Um, I mean, shout out to Andy Reid, obviously. I mean, he's one of the most likable coaches in football history. <laughs> so it took him long enough, it. though. Man, right? He got it, <laughs> he got it done, though. Um, so, yeah, I, it was a tale of two halves, in all honesty. And the Eagles couldn't get a pass rush uh, the whole game. They didn't have a sack the whole game, which is surprising for the third, statistically the third best pass rush we've ever seen. Right. From a sack number, so right? You talked about that. You line. talked about that last week. You said they got a sack in every game of the season. Hassan Reddick was an all-world uh, uh, rush. Thir- I think they were five away from breaking the record. Obviously, there's an extra game in there, yeah. but just even from a, they have 15 more sacks than the second place team in the league. Like you, were, you couldn't tell it by the game though. But my so so my thing, Chiefs were second. <laughs> so my my thing is this though. If you coming away from that game and you are the Bengals or you the 49ers or you're, I don't know, the Ravens, I don't think either one of these teams was better than me. You know what I'm saying? Or better than me and mine. Like, I, don't, I don't think that what they did, this game was really as impressive as what you would have imagined if it was a low-scoring defensive struggle because they just was basically throwing the ball on each other all day. The Eagles ran the ball. The Chiefs did what they normally don't do, which is run the ball. You know what I'm saying? That was what was surprising to me. Even though MVS didn't get a catch the entire game, um, still made a difference with blocking, still made a difference with the 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 different sets that they had. So, but if I'm if I'm either one of them teams that didn't make it to to the Super Bowl, it's like, bro, they neither one, neither team did anything special. It was wide open windows for Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. Threw one pat, threw one wide open bomb to AJ Brown. The rest of them, the touchdowns that they had was him rushing, like him running into the end zone. So without a, 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 a I guess like a mobile quarterback, if you will, like if I'm them teams that got dope ass defenses in a, in a game that lacked defense for real, like I'm like we here, we with them next year, we running with them next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, thing for the Eagles too is they haven't they haven't really played from behind at all this year. Mm. <laughs> Like they get off to the they get off to the races early usually right. and they usually got games right. over like a lot of games were over with by halftime. Um I think the Chiefs look more beatable, especially when you compare them to the years past where they offense was just into the first quarter, they up twenty one kind of thing. Yeah. And now they're a lot more beatable in terms of just the any given Sunday kind of deal. But the, the thing that sets the Chiefs apart from every other team. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Him on third and fourth down and him in crunch time. Like, they they still gonna put up, they don't, they're not as explosive an offense as they were in years past. That's obvious. But if you get in a close game, Pat Mahomes is that dude. He gonna do it. He He is that dude. I mean, he gonna close shop. 
Yeah, I mean, for the Eagles, I mean, Jalen played almost as perfect as you can expect him to play outside of that fumble. Yeah. Which was a fluky fumble on his part. Um, So, I mean, I think Jalen balled out too, but um, he got into it. I mean, again, we've seen this before with Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or some of these other all-time great quarterbacks. You get into a close game with them at the end, you got your quarterback got to be on that level just for that for that day because if he not that other quarterback gonna close the game every time yeah, we've seen it with, we've seen it with brady for 20 years you saw the hail mary that Jalen hurts threw at the end it kind of was a lame duck they asked him about it in, yeah. the, in the post game he said his he said his foot slipped they were having a ton of problems they even brought it up on the on on tv while the game was going on how slippery the field was how much paint they had put on the grass uh, I saw a post online saying that they had been prepping the grass for the Super Bowl for almost a year. Um, said the total cost to treat the the field was eight hundred thousand dollars. That was a waste of eight hundred thousand dollars, in my yeah, opinion. Because they, they mentioned too that because the Chiefs play, opened up the season there against the Cardinals. Man, and I, they said the Chiefs complained about it after the first game of the season. Bro, I could have called Mr. Gomez who cut my grass, and he could have got the field in better condition than them. You bro, feel what I'm saying? For eight hundred thousand on the sideline because the Eagles players switch cleats. Like uh, it just it it just horrible feel. I mean, you've seen a couple times too where there's a couple of plays where people were slipping. Um, yeah. There was one specific one. It was early in the early in the game. Uh, I can't I can't remember if it was Scott or Gamewell, but they they were trying to make a cut in the backfield, and boy, they was they just went straight down. It wasn't they had no chance of making that cut. Let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick. Um, the halftime performance, right? Man, people gonna hate me. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go first though. I mean, I. Was it the greatest halftime performance? No. Was it as bad as some of the other ones we've seen? No. It's kind of right there in the middle for me. Right? I wasn't crazy about it, but I wasn't mad at it. Like, uh, I, <laughs> you know, it just, you know, it's, it, what can I say? Keep going. In the name of content, keep going. You know, I, I, for her to perform. <laughs> For her to perform her part on Run This Town, but Jay not even come out, even though he the one in control of all of this, is kind of crazy to me. And then performing a Kanye song in all of the lights, like Run This Town get, had Kanye on it too, by the way. Don't forget that. Yeah, and I and I get that the whole Kanye thing right now, where he kind of blackballed from everything and all of that. Yeah. Like, just don't perform yeah. that song. Like Rihanna, you've yeah. been here for twenty years almost. Like you got enough songs to not perform that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, don't man. do that man like that you know what i mean like um obviously she wasn't going to be doing as much performing performing consider what we've seen at the end right congratulations uh, um you know it's kind of changed things too but i never necessarily looked at rihanna as like a performer performer if you get what i'm saying like a like a Beyonce when she get out there, she gonna dance, she gonna have all the spectacle and all of that. Like I, or like a Missy Elliott or a Mike Jackson or something like that. I never looked at Rihanna as a perf- like a performer in that on that level kind of thing. Okay. So, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be like some crazy show because she ain't never been a big dancer like that either. So, right. you know, I, it is what it is. I, I didn't hate it. I just. 
it was forgettable. I hated it. <laughs> Let me start there. I hated it. Uh, big up to her. Congratulations on um, her family. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to her and her family, obviously. Uh, we saw the big bump. I'm just not a fan of like big pop stars just walking back and forth across the stage as yeah. a performer. Like that was a rapper performance. That was like a BT, not BT, Source Award performance. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, again, like it goes without saying, the obvious thing is like there's a reason that she wasn't gonna be able to do a whole, whole lot. But the camera work was amazing. <laughs> the stage, the stages were amazing. But a lot of that is like, magic you know what I'm saying? tv magic magician stuff like i'm gonna I'm a distract you with the lights and this and that it was mm -hmm. tv tracks that she was singing over which is cool uh she obviously again she couldn't belt out certain notes because of you know what I'm saying being pregnant and the whole nine but i watched it like two three times like my daughter loved it i didn't know she was a rihanna fan but we're gonna put some more than her in her serato but i'm just like dog Mm, the walking back, just the walking back and forth, and you feel me? Like it was boring. Like she didn't really do much. She just and like again, like it go without saying. But my thing is like she took that, she took the job or took the took the contract, whatever it is. I don't know if you get, I don't think you get paid to perform at halftime of the Super Bowl, but it's for the look. It was basically was like a twenty minute long Fenty advertisement. You know how all these commercials like that. You yeah. that's the biggest thing for the Super Bowl is watching the commercials. That was like a big ass like ad for Fenty. You know what I'm saying? She had the longest commercial of the entire Super Bowl. So um, my homie my homie hit me today. He was like we're going to talk about how the dudes in the white <laughs> in the white suits uh, basically represent like ASAP Rocky Sperm. This <laughs> 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 changing my whole What bro? bro. <laughs> Even the way they was like running, they was running like with their arms and stuff out. It was funny. It like it was an attack on the uh, attack on like basically trying to make a baby, like a rendition of <laughs> like procreation. Super Bowl baby review. Like, yeah, biggest baby review. Yeah, bro. basically. Like uh, I don't know if you watched Succession, but in one of the episodes, they, it was uh, Kendall's birthday, and those, like the lobby, the walkways, like you're entering like Kendall, like the birthday Kendall, like through his mom. It was weird. It's weird, but. I don't know, man. Like, I even feel like the weekend performance was better than hers. And his was kind of subdued, too. It just was a lot of, like, fast camera movements and him just, like, walking around from yeah, place to place to place. Yeah, face thing going on with him. Like, I... Yeah, it just it just, ele it just left a lot. And just, like, a lot for what I was hoping from Rihanna. This supposed to be, like, her comeback. The other thing I'm to take away from the fact that she had... You know, revealed that she pregnant with her second child. There ain't no way in the world that y'all getting a, another album from her, dog. Y'all ain't getting no music, fam. <laughs> music. And the words that Nick Saban. Stop asking. We don't even. We don't even. <laughs> we don't even listen to music. What music? Stop. <laughs> nah. Nah. Music. Nah, bro. I got that's a dead. For you though. What's the word? Since obviously we going in more of a hip hop direction with these super hip hop pop kind of direction. Oh, Usher on deck. Super Bowl performance. Usher on, Usher on deck. I was about to say, bro, who is left that you have faith in? Usher, for sure. That's what that's what this whole like Vegas residency is for. Is Usher, is Drake, is Bad Bunny. That's I it. Don't I don't want to see Drake. You know, you don't. You might not want to, but and I'm well. You know I, I get coming. why he would be there, you but I'm saying coming. from a performance standpoint. 
you know again, we're talking about the rapper thing, walking back and forth. Like his is probably gonna be like a super like mashup, so he probably gonna have you know what I'm saying yeah, big like, boy. He'll have notable songs, but like at least with Usher, like I, at least we gonna get to see Usher like break, like dancing. You know what I mean? Like listen, bro, who gonna perform? Perform. Listen, like, bro. Kendrick Lamar was in the last one with the L.A. celebration last year. Ain't no way in the world. Ain't no way in the world. Ain't no way. First of all, I think the Super Bowl is in Vegas next year, right? I think it's in Vegas. Year, so yeah, if it's in Vegas, Usher definitely doing it. But ain't no way in the world Drake gonna have Kendrick Lamar do a Super Bowl and he not have a Super Bowl on his resume. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's I, just how I, I feel just, about it. I just don't like people who don't who I don't look at as performers. Like he got recognizable songs, yes. I mean, obviously he's been the most popular rapper in the world for a decade, basically. But as a performer. Eh. Killing me right now. Uh, it's looking like boom. Next year, it's in Vegas. Twenty twenty five, it's in back in New Orleans at the. Uh, now it's the Caesar Superdome. It used to be Mercedes Benz Superdome. So yeah, that make perfect sense. If it's in if it's in uh New Orleans, Wayne will probably be on there. Probably be in the running, which means of course Drake is gonna be there, and then. Um, next year it's gotta be I feel like it gotta be Usher gotta be yeah give me Usher and the Jabberwockies and let's call it a day <laughs> and the, the Jabberwockies got the res- the Jabberwockies got the residency out in Vegas too bring both of them word good point good point, good I point. look I look I'm here for the dance I'm, look let me get the dancing part too like this one was trash though I, I ain't gonna front I hate I hate to say it but I, I wasn't feeling it I was like mm. and, and I bang with Rihanna like she got some she got some Heavy, heavyweight hitters, heavyweight classic records, but I just was like, man, there's <laughs> a lot of people dancing around her. It's a lot of her walking back and forth, a lot of dope ass camera views. She looked great, right? The makeup was on point, outfit was straight. She's beautiful. I obviously go without saying, but from a performance standpoint, it was just like it was too cool for school for me. But that's it. That's it, man. That's all I got for that. Uh anything else from Super Bowl before we move around? Uh, and people, and and I was rooting for the Eagles to win, but can we stop? Can we stop complaining about the refs here? I think they did a pretty good job. They actually let them play. They let a lot of stuff go. Yeah, it was a real clean game. About that last call, like, look, he grabbed him. Like, he admitted it. He said he did. Like, he he grabbed him. Like, if you can't, and this is my thing with like the the bink. The Bengals and Rams Super Bowl last year, where people got mad that they start they they was calling that at the end of the game on the Bengals, and I'm like, if you can't guard the dude, and y'all start mauling him, what y'all expect? What you expect? What you want? What you want to happen? You know what I mean? And so in this game, he grabbed him, and it you know Eagles. I mean, both teams played fairly clean football in terms of flags, but. You can't do it in the in that situation. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of, false, a lot of false starts, a lot of offsides, just because they was you know they was ready game, at the line, yeah, game and shit. And then you had a couple players where they was trying to get they're trying to beat weird, the count. Yeah, yeah, beat the count or weird weird formation type thing. Like it, I, it, it this game wasn't the ref's fault. The Eagles gave up four scoring like four straight scoring drives in the second half. We, did we talk not the rest of We talked about Brett Favre last week. He's suing Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. Oh, bro. Yeah, I listened to Pat McAfee respond. Boy, he hilarious. He trolled him, he trolled him all week, right? Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Brett Favre look crazy. He look bro, like a bozo. You, he look like a bozo. What are you doing, bro? Extra crazy for allegedly doing what he did. I'm gonna make sure I say that so we ain't in the same position. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Talk NBA. Uh, trade trade deadline came and went. Kevin Durant on a new team. He showed up at the uh, at the pre Super Bowl party. So mad that shit happened right after we potted. Yeah, man. Not even <laughs> half an hour. I had to put the potted. disclaimer on the on the last episode. People broke it down all week, but uh, he's not gonna make his. He's not gonna play until after the All Star break. You think? Uh yeah. Yeah. Definitely after All Star break. I mean, Phoenix has moved back up the rankings. I think they're sitting in fifth now. So you see, you heard today, Chris Paul came out said that he wants Melo on the team. I would too. I think Melo can still play. They are already the favorites to win. They bring Melo in. It's kind of like a humanitarian award to yeah. to kind of gift them a ring. It's like the uh, who used to do that team hopping at the end of their career to get rent collect rings. No, it. Spurs used to sign a lot of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disrespect Robert Ory like that because Robert Ory contributed. Uh, I, of course, I think Melo can contribute, um, and, and everybody in the world think that he still deserves a shot on a team on a roster. So, um, you think they should sign Melo? You think they should pick him up? Yeah, I mean, this dude's in the league right now that couldn't give you five points tonight. Word. Uh, Melo could get you twelve. Guarantee mm. that. Melo gonna get a ring finally. You think <laughs> if that if it happened that way, if we go down that way, I got a good I mean, shot. My my main concern with the Suns at this point is health. So yeah, Chris Paul ain't been able to stay healthy. I keep telling people Devin Booker has had like five groin pulls in two years. Yeah. Something ain't right. Something not right. Something not right. Like and it'd be like non-contact. Like it'd be like non-contact stuff too. Like he'll be going up for a layup or something, and he'll, next thing you know, up groin injury. He out for three four weeks. Like. That concerns, like, if it was just one, okay, whatever. But, like, it's been, like, four of them in the last couple of years. They talk of Russell Westbrook uh, got his sights set on possibly coming to the Bulls, uh, give him an opportunity to start if he does. But he took the buyout already on the process of getting the buyout. But it's looking like the Bulls might be the front runner to pick him up. He's going to be an instant starter if he comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's not set in stone, but... That's one of the places that he might be going after the whole trade. Uh, where did he end up going? He ended up going to Utah, right? He wasn't a part of the mm-hmm. Minnesota situation. Yeah, Utah. Okay. Um, the Warriors and Gary Payton trade, it finally went through. They had some trouble last week because he um, – did he fail his physical or was it like a misdiagnosis of the injury that he had at first? Uh, he failed his physical. The Warriors found out that his ab – because he had surgery on one of his abdomen muscles or something like that over the off season and it uh he's been playing he's still been having complications with it yeah playing hurt in portland and they claim that port he's been taking toradol shots in portland to play through the pain and that portland basically was telling gary payton to gut it out and then they didn't disclose the injury information to golden state it's a bunch of you know uh under the table stuff going on with that Mm. But um, Warriors gave up on James Wiseman. Yeah, yeah. Big thing in that. That's what we talked about earlier. You was you was on to something earlier when you was talking about that. You can go ahead and tell the people. Oh, no, I think I think it's some fishy going on to Golden State. I, I I think it's some beef going on between Kerr and Bob Myers. 
Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, yeah, yeah, because right. even in that press conference when they asked Bob Myers about signing some bigs, because we was talking before, they have no bigs on their roster outside of Kayvon Looney now. Right, right. He's the he's the biggest person on that roster at six nine. Right, and he doesn't. Like, and he shares minutes. He shares his minutes quite a bit. He's the first one to always sub out during the yeah. game. So. Um, we was talking about them not having no bigs, and then today, of course, they asked Bob Myers in the press conference, and Bob basically said it don't matter if, if I go get a seven footer or an eight footer if the coaching staff not gonna play them. Spicy. Direct <laughs> shot of Steve Kerr. Direct <laughs> shot. And I think right now the issue is Steve Kerr has zero interest in developing or playing young guys, and he has the shortest of leashes with them. Mm. Uh, one of the vets could go out there and make 15 mistakes. And he'll let them play through it. And one of the young guys can make one mistake and Curse pulling them out immediately. Like, he has zero want to deal with young guys at all. So, um, and Bob Myers is obviously trying to do both, you know, keep the team stable now and also build for the future. He, he, he's on the, he hasn't signed a new deal for a guy who has built a dynasty he hasn't signed a new contract. I remember he was fl- he was flirting with the idea of becoming the Lakers GM before they ended up settling on Rob Palenka. They would, the Lakers have been trying to get him heavy away from the Warriors after they and won after they won the back to back titles. They were trying to get him because they were and on he that. He had some nasty stuff a couple weeks ago where Joe Lacob, the owner, in an interview said that Bob Myers not getting any contract offers from them was false, and that he already turned down two contract mm. offers from. Uh, from the organization, so it's like, when do you ever see an owner go out there and say something like that? So wow. It's like it, it's some it's it's something going on behind the scenes, and I would not be surprised to see either Kerr or Bob Myers going. I don't think they I I don't think at this point they can coexist because their philosophies are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Crazy that we're talking like that after coming off a title, yeah. <laughs> after coming off a title, bro. Yeah, but you know, the, the last couple of years was supposed to be about developing young guys to get ready in, but you can't develop. You can't develop sitting on the bench. You can only do so much in practice, but you need real game time minutes and real game time situations to get better. Right? And Bob Myers was refusing to trade these young guys for a minute, and then they finally, he, he did Wiseman a favor and sent Wiseman somewhere where he can actually play. I'm gonna read off uh, a couple buyout names for you, potential guys that could be on the move, and that could help some teams on the road to the postseason. Will Barton, Patrick Beverly, uh, George Hill, Sergi Baca, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Love, Derrick Rose, John Wall. Yeah, well, Reggie's going to what? Phoenix or Denver? I've seen his name. Terrence Ross is going to Phoenix. Okay, so then it was Reggie going to Denver, I think. So Reggie Jackson is going to Denver. I want to say it was Denver then, because Ross is, yeah, because Ross, Ross was going to the Mavs at first, but then he changed his mind and went to the Suns. Can we talk why it's taking so long for Kevin Love to get to the Boston Celtics when he's five years overdue? Because you know where he's going. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. You to Rick James, the Dave Chappelle Rick James, right? Man, the man got purple and gold socks on right now. <laughs> you know where he's going. I mean, was, is that going to make a difference, though? And that was Danny Ainge that wanted him in, on the Celtics all them years. And he in Utah, nah. So. Is that going to make a difference, though? 
for the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Love was playing some good basketball last year. They kind of changed up their rotations with him. Right. Lately, and now they got Donovan, so it's less shots to go around. But Kevin Love still got some decent basketball in him off the bench. But for the Lakers, does it help the Lakers? No. Nah, negatory. Would it help the Warriors? Yes. Because at least Kevin Love can grab rebounds and shoot threes. I didn't even think about that. Good Those point. are the two things he can do really well. Grab rebounds and shoot threes. That's all the Warriors want, really. And he's a good passer. So. I definitely didn't think about that. Good point, bro. That would be a good fit for them. Um, honestly, well, I think he would be a good fit in Denver as well. A big who can kind of space the floor and kind of pass a little bit. He doesn't have the ball handling of Jokic, but the offense wouldn't have to change as much if you get what i'm saying right um so I, I mean that'd be a good spot i mean dallas at this point could use all the help they can get because it's a two-man show um that's not that's not a bad look for him either kevin love on uh on dallas yeah they can use all the help they can get um i mean boston could use them too like you mentioned the nets actually playing really well despite losing kd yeah, they they got some good young pieces up there. They lost um, they lost tonight, but Bridges and Cam Johnson uh, came in like like they didn't miss a beat the other day. Yeah, and then Nick Claxton been hooping, you know. They yeah, I got him. Know, they, I got him as a uh, one of my candidates for most improved this season. Mm, he got to be up there. Yeah, I wonder where. We, see, I, I, most improved would be tough because like. I knew Ty Halliburton could do all of this, but <laughs> should he be a candidate for most improved? Like, I mean, he's like I said, Nick Claxton is one of them. He's not. I, I don't got him winning it. I think Tyler Halliburton is leading, leading that category. So, but yeah, I mean, if you got Franz, you got Franz Wagner, um, I mean, he got some candidates out there. But I mean, to even be mentioned in that, considering what our expectations of Claxton was, not bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not bad. All right. Uh, you got anything else on the NBA? We're gonna move to the quick hits real quick. Oh, John Wall. Why they send that man back there, bro? Oh, they're trying to be funny. They're trying to be funny. They're trying to be funny. Why they do my man, Jay? There's something going on. The business in the NBA is kind of nasty, bro. (laughs) It's kind of weird the way they move around. Yeah, it's getting kind of, it's getting kind of weird. They send him right back. You feel me? Just go ahead and go to Miami, bro. He's supposed to be yeah. out there. He's supposed to be in there from jump. Miami desperate right now. He's supposed to be in there from jump. Kyle Larry wanted out. I want to see D Rose come back to the crib. I think everybody wanted to see him come back to the crib. Yeah. I mean, Tibbs don't want to play him this year. I don't know, man. Y'all keep it locked. Let's move to the quick hits. Uh, Real interesting story that came out. I want I shot it over to you early before we got on. So boom. So Greg Olsen and Kevin Burkhart called the Super Bowl, right? They said right now as the number one color guy for Fox football, Greg Olsen makes about $10 million a season. Picking up that bag that Troy Eggman left him on the way to ESPN, ABC. But with Tom Brady retiring and being the incumbent to come in and actually do TV next year, they said Greg Olsen might have to take a pay cut and fall back to the number two spot on the color team. Um, the most interesting part of that is if he take a pay cut, they talking about he gonna be more in the $3 million range versus the 10 that he's in right now. 
I will, I'm rewatching Narcos right now. I'm like, I would have went Pablo on their ass. Like, nah, tell them I want 30 instead. If <laughs> it bro. <laughs> and on top of that, like, how I go from calling the Super Bowl to getting a to taking a pay cut and uh, a demotion in position? Nah, dog. That bigger pay cut too. It'd be one thing if it was like, all right, we're gonna drop you down to eight mil from ten. Nah, they said we cutting sixty six percent. Nasty what? as hell. What? I'd be ready to whoop Tom Brady ass. I don't give a damn what you did. This <laughs> and on top of that, bro. Like, okay, like I get it if you got your A guy and your B guy, but like. Yo, A guy is really only like super important from like your primetime games, which Fox don't have that many primetime football games anyways. Because most of the all. games come on NBC. early day and midday. So CBS, that's Tony Romo territory. NBC, they got it on Smash at night, and then you know Monday yeah, night. Yeah, so it's dope. like you can have, you can still do the Brady on one of the games and Olsen on the other one. Like big deal, bro. I be doing all type of petty shit. Unplug, Man. unplugging his mic. I be sending all type of shots when I'm on the air. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, I'm <laughs> definitely. That's like two people on the same label. label. That's like two people on the same label mad that, you know what I'm saying? Like putting out albums the same the same week. I'm definitely heading to another to another uh, channel at that point. Because I think Greg did a good job, too. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I, yeah. I don't like Greg. Like, that's my man G-Reg. If you ain't never seen the old Miami rapping video. Word. <laughs> Shout out to 30 for 30 look bro <laughs> that's funny but like yeah like that's just crazy to me like that seven million dollar pay cut bro is you crazy like i would did he agree to that beforehand or like is this like them trying to force that on him because that's two different things like if he agreed to that then he's just a dummy and but, and the, the anxiety of having to wait on this dude to figure out whether or not he gonna like tom brady could easily be like bro i let you live you know what i'm saying i went back to play so that you can keep getting your check like you can't be mad if you ain't save your money or you ain't do what you're supposed to do with your bread that's on you but you pretty much was holding you keeping my seat warm like that's what that message sends to me if i'm greg Olson. and like you said for what it's worth he did a great job but how i go from calling a super bowl to taking a pay cut yeah like that just don't equate like, <laughs> like it just don't equate for me uh his contract is up in 2026 by the way so he got an opportunity to carve out a name become a household name maybe he goes and does some studio stuff for them um maybe he goes to another network for a bigger bag depending on how things shake out. I think Fox gets the next time they get a Super Bowl is in 2020. What's it, 2023? 2027. Because ABC bought into getting a, um, a Super Bowl in. So instead of it rotating every three years to the networks that had it, NBC, CBS, and Fox, now it's every four with um, NBC coming in. Speaking of NBC, they're getting ready to make a bid for the NBA. They haven't had NBA on their television, on their network in 20 years, since 2002 was the last time they had it. God. So they looking to have it uh, back on the airwaves pretty soon. They Obviously, we got a little taste of it with the Olympic coverage. Um, just to even hear that throwback theme song. Dun, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially during the finals and the playoffs, bro. Like, yeah. We grew up on that. Dude. Yeah, Jordan big, era, big fight field. Hell yeah. That's our NBA playoff, you know what I mean? Word, word, word. Uh, man, please, because... I'm cool with TNT for the most part, but let's ESPN, please. Uh, did you did you catch the uh, the air preview, the movie, the 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 Nike movie? Uh, ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Yeah. They got Viola Davis playing Jordan Mama. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hey man, it's Viola, man. <sighs> 
Come on, man. It's Viola, bro. Uh, all right. All right. I'll leave it at that. You think it's going to be dope, though? Uh, my yeah, question I'm is, who going to play Mike? Who going to play Mike is the real question. I don't know. Maybe because you know they're doing that on purpose. They keep it. They keep it. Whoever that maybe is. Maybe they get Anthony out. McKee to play him since they thought he was a good idea to play Tupac. They keeping him out of the previews at this point. So we'll see, man. Um, what's the name playing Phil Knight? Uh, Ben Affleck. Ugh. <laughs> Wait, who playing Tinkers? What we need to know. I think it's Matt Damon playing. Nah, I don't know who he's playing. I don't know who he's playing. Head. That's really what we care about. Who playing Mike? Who playing Tinker? Speaking of sneakerheads, we ain't done one of these in a while. Big shoe week, big news. Rundown. So check it out. Obviously, I already mentioned I am going to get the mischief boost. I don't care what nobody has to say about it. Kiss my ass. So what? Kiss my ass. So what? I don't have no dime receipts. <laughs> But yeah, I'm copping them. Um, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of celebs with them on. I think they're going to be dope. But big shoe gets to the week. So first and foremost, uh, we're going to go with February 15th. The Jordan 1 High Black and White 1985. Obviously, the Nike Dunk uh, craze, the Panda craze was was um, like off the charts last year. This is right right behind it. This is going to be a lot tougher to get, obviously, because it's a Jordan 1. It's a retro high. It's the new Chuck Taylor. The Jordan 1 is the, is the, the new age Chuck Taylor. Um, but they're coming out on the 15th on the sneakers out. Get up early. Make sure you're situated. Uh, February 17th, you got the Air Penny 2. These are one of my favorites right here. Um, the football gray and blue colorway. They also got a rosewood colorway, but this one is a classic. February 17th, also a Jordan 1. Uh, for the ladies, Game Royal and Varsity Made, the blue and yellow joint. Um, February 18th, you got the Black Panther 13s, the playoffs. These are from, what, 90, 97? 98. These are 98. The home, when he used to wear these uh, on the home games when they had the white jerseys. I got a pair now, but I want to I want cop a pair for, uh, for a refresh. Uh, boom, 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 boom. You got some LeBron 20s coming out, obviously. Big releases because it's all it's All-Star Weekend. You always get big dog releases during All-Star Weekend. Obviously, the signature athletes, Giannis has one coming. LaMelo got one coming for Puma. LeBron got his All-Stars coming. PG, um, Donovan Mitchell got one. He got an Xbox colorway coming out. All-Star Weekend. I love All-Star Weekend shoes, bro. Bro. It's always a big release for Jordan. It's like a big advertisement, but I'm surprised that Super Bowl doesn't have that anyway. Super Bowl doesn't have that. They don't have like a signature Nike athlete or a Nike cleat or something like that. I know Odell Beckham had a, he, he had the Air Max 270, but them kind of came and went. I'm surprised he ain't getting no looks to be on. He wouldn't get nobody no looks to be on nobody roster towards the end of the season. He'd have been. It'd have been nice to see him in the Chiefs uniform, right? Or Bengals. Almost a Cowboy. Right. He almost was, but ended up they sitting it out. Gonna be right in time. So I, I expect to see him on the team next year. I just don't think teams thought he was gonna be ready in time. Hmm. Didn't have that whole 
bullshit plane incident, which I'm not an Odell fan, but they did him dirty on that plane shit, bro. Yeah, that was they wild. They did him extra dirty. It was wild. They owe him for that. They look, they damn near owe him an endorsement for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could tell you. Uh, so we was going to have CJ from I Ain't Going pull up. He had a game show question, but I'm going to save it for when he get better. Speedy recovery say he came down with um, COVID. Oh, so shit. big prayers up to him and his family. So we're going to save it until um, he get better. He's going to pull up on us and we're going to do a three-man weave. We're going to do a breakout transition. So we're going to go straight to the shout-outs for this week. Who you got, bro? Man, look. I ain't had no shout-outs this week. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fucking with nobody this week. It's been a long week, bro. <laughs> it's been a long week. Damn. <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and carry it. Um, shout out to Michigan State University. Um, obviously, the, the the tragic shooting that happened today. Um, Michigan State has canceled all their athletic events pending the obviously uh, pending the investigation. And um, just want to keep my prayers, hearts and heart and mind, prayers and thoughts to the families of the victims. Um, and the folks that were affected by the shooting today. Uh, shout out to the Super Bowl stage in general. Big round of applause. Obviously, it's like it's like the apex of American culture, American sports culture. Uh, Super Bowl 57 drew 113 million viewers, the third most in history. So shout out to them putting on a shout out to Fox putting on an amazing broadcast. It's funny that they went and showed Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> up in the stairs and then Kevin Burkhardt and Greg also was like yeah that's the guy that writes our checks by the way <laughs> so um, yeah man shout out to uh, shout out to Fox and shout out to just the Super Bowl in general you know what I'm saying it never gets old it's always a surprise or two uh, again shout out to Rihanna and her family she basically like doing a big reveal at the Super Bowl announcing that she's pregnant with a second child so Shout out to Wait, Rihanna. Was this the first time? When was the last time somebody performed and didn't have like a secondary act with them, or like a guest appearance from another act? Uh, the weekend, <laughs> the weekend, two years. You didn't ago. have any guest acts with him. No, nah, two years ago. Two okay, years ago, okay. three years ago, because Shakira and J Lo was Miami, and then the year after, yeah, it was the weekend. So that was okay. two, maybe three years ago. Yeah, cause that's it's just it's not common. Yeah, they don't they they don't usually carry. Yeah, they don't usually carry. They don't usually carry the show by them. They don't usually carry the full halftime show by themselves. But yeah, yeah, man, that's gonna do it for me. Uh, Get in tune. Get in tune with the contest again. We got the PS Five. We got the raffle going right now. We got a uh, quite a few entries in right now. So shout out to everybody. We taking the we taking the roll call. Um, you basically fi- go to the Instagram page, go to my Instagram page, or go to the Hit Me in Podcast Instagram page. Uh, follow the instructions on the page to get your entry in. Uh, the deadline is February 28th to get your entry in. We're going to do the the live uh, drawing and announce the winner on March 1st, 2023. Um, on the road to episode 100. But in the meantime, I want to let y'all know one more time before we get up out of here, we everywhere that podcast live. So ain't no excuse. You can find us wherever you need to. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all of that. Make sure you hit us up in the mailbag to hitmeinpodcast at gmail.com. Straight it up. Straight it up. Yo, this is
Scoop Jackson, and you are tuned into the Hitman Podcast. Don't forget the socials, like I said, for the rules and just to hang out, kick it with the guys. It's at Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and On, at Virtual Soul Sports on Twitter. And last but certainly not least, before we get up out of here. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to f***ing acknowledge it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? We'll we catch y'all next week. We gone. Holla.